Hey, y'all. Real quick before I hit play on this episode of Familypreneur for you, I want to be sure that you know that I have a brand new podcast available for you to check out. It's called Just Marketing, and you can find it on this podcast platform. Go ahead and search for Just Marketing and hit subscribe so you don't miss anything. Then come back here and listen to this episode of Familypreneur. It'll still be here waiting for you. Welcome to Familypreneur, the podcast for parent entrepreneurs raising kidpreneurs. It's time for your weekly dose of inspiration and actionable tips to build your business and find better balance, all while strengthening your family. And now we'd like to introduce your host. She's my mom and the bomb.com, Meg Brunson. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Familypreneur Podcast. This is episode number 24. Today's episode is brought to you by my Facebook business page checklist. So having a website is no longer enough of a digital presence for our businesses. We need to be on social media and we really need to be on Facebook. So whether you're brand new to Facebook or a veteran, it's important to ensure that you're leveraging your Facebook business page optimally. More and more people are finding your business on Facebook over search or other other means And you want to make sure that you're making the best first impression possible. So head over to megbrunson.com slash Facebook page and download the free Facebook business page checklist. And that's going to help you optimize your Facebook presence in just a few minutes. Now let's introduce today's guest. She is the founder of fit for mom the country's largest fitness program for moms, a noted speaker, author, podcaster, and powerhouse of energy, a self-proclaimed idea monkey and mom boss. She's passionate about helping women get out of overwhelm and into a life of health and happiness. Her book, The Empowered Mama, is the how-to guide to empower moms to live their best lives with passion and purpose. Recognizing her entrepreneurship, she's also been nominated for and received numerous honors from organizations such as the National Association of Women Business Owners for her unique and successful business. She's appeared on television shows including NBC's Today Show, CNN, Access Hollywood, Hollywood Live Today, and Home and Family, just to name a few. And she's been featured in print publications, including Entrepreneur, Woman's Day, Good Housekeeping, Self, Fit Pregnancy, American Baby, the list goes on and on. Her knowledge and experience helping moms balance motherhood, life, and fitness is displayed in the mission that she lives every day. Without any further ado, we are so lucky to have her here. Join me right now in welcoming Mom on a Mission, Lisa Druxman. Hi, Lisa. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to have the opportunity to chat with you today. You've got an amazing story of pivoting your business, your career path after becoming a mom. And then in addition to providing a really effective outlet for self-care for new moms, Um, a lot of our listeners, moms at any stage, really, you also provide business opportunities 
feel like there's so many directions, so many facets of your life that are relevant. Lots we can talk about. (laughs) (laughs) So I'd, I'd love if you could share your story with us, how having children maybe like from the beginning and incorporating your kids into your business routine triggered this this change in the journey for you. Yeah, my pleasure. Um, it was back in 2001. My son is already almost 17 years old. And I was a brand new mom. And I was so excited about becoming a mom. And I was so distraught about the idea of having to go back to work full time. At the time, I was in fitness management working 60 to 80 hour work weeks. And that was all fine before I became a mom. But that was not how I wanted to live my life. And I remember the owner of the club going, you could just bring your baby into the kids childcare. I was like, oh my God, that is no way to, <laughs> to raise my baby. So my maternity leave was really precious to me because I thought I was going to have to leave him. And I had one of those light bulb moments. I mean, I remember it like it was yesterday. I was on a stroller walk, like a stroller workout that he and I used to do. And I was like, wait a minute, I can help other moms get back in shape because I don't know any mom who's happy with her body after having a baby. And they can help me with all the things that I need for motherhood as far as I had so many questions about sleep and nursing. I knew nothing about motherhood. So I really started this class called Stroller Strides, which is a stroller-based workout, not yet to be a business. I thought I was still going to have to go back to work full-time. I really started it because I just needed a community. And so that was how Stroller Strides started with four moms in my neighborhood. Long story short, we got some local news coverage And I realized I didn't have to go back to work full time, that I could turn this into a business. Um, We started in San Diego in 2001. I taught six days a week. I hired instructors and I was perfectly happy. I had no thought or desire to do anything more than that. I got a chance to bring my baby to work with me. And then we started getting emails from women all across the country who either wanted to join Stroller Strides or start Stroller Strides. And it was really a business from the heart. I wanted to give other women the same career opportunity that I was having to have this amazing, stimulating, rewarding career while working from home. And so we ended up franchising the business. So going on that route, this is something, do you need to have any special skills to be a franchisee? Do you have to be in fitness? Well, it's interesting that you say that because originally when we started franchising, I figured this is perfect for other fitness professionals like myself who are moms. Our franchisees are everything from accountants to attorneys to artists to stay-at-home moms to nurses, women who are passionate and realized that their career didn't fit who they wanted to be and how they wanted to live as a mom. So we have had to create a very comprehensive online training program to teach women how to be fitness professionals. And so it's not for everybody, but if you love fitness and you have a passion for it, um, then we can teach you the basics of it, the exercise science and understanding the pre and postnatal body and the anatomical changes that happen with pregnancy. Um, But I will tell you that not all of our franchisees, most of them, but not all the franchisees actually teach the classes. Many of them just run the business, get a work from home, and hire instructors to teach for them. So even if you just have a passion for the concept but don't see yourself as a fitness instructor, it is still a great um, career opportunity for you. That's fascinating that you can go either way. You could build it or, or bring it yourself. Yep. And there's some great benefits for women, I assume. I mean, I've taken classes for through Stroller Strides as a mom who didn't have childcare. 
for my kids. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it was less, it was more cost effective than joining a gym. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the the benefits that your, your members, the members of the Stroller Strides groups, and I know there's other programs. Yes, correct. Um, we have three different core programs. We have Fit for Baby as our prenatal program. We have Stroller Strides, which we'll, we'll talk about. And Body Back is our high-intensity interval, very transformational program for women at any stage of motherhood. That You don't bring your baby to or your child um, to Body Back classes. But in Stroller Strides, it's very much what you started to say. Um, it's a great point. It's like one-stop shopping. You don't have to pay for childcare. You don't have to pay for a mom and me class because a Stroller Strides workout is led by a certified instructor where you're going to get a total body workout of cardio strength and flexibility using the environment, using the stroller, but it's not just the workout. You guys are going to be singing row, row your boat while you're doing rows with that exercise tubing. Um, And so there's bubbles and songs and all kinds of fun to be having with your baby. So this ends up being also your baby's first community and friends. And I can tell you that my original moms from 17 years ago are still friends today and the kids have all grown up together. So it's a really special community that comes out of Stroller Strides. That's so cute to imagine them all growing up together from the strollers. And I love the focus on self-care. I feel like that's got to be one of those things that moms most often neglect, right? Is the the self-care piece of things. So it's great that you provide that as well. Yeah, it's my heart and passion for all that I do. Um, Besides the classes, I have a new book out called The Empowered Mama, and I have a podcast called The Empowered Mama. And this is really what I want to inspire more than anything else is all women, all moms hear or know theoretically that they're supposed to put the oxygen mask on first, but they just don't know how to do it. They're like, I am in such chaos. I'm in such frenzy. I'm in such overwhelm that real you know, reality, how do you do that? And so that's very much what I want to teach women is how to reclaim their time, how to reclaim themselves and reclaim their health because we are raising the next generation of leaders. And in order to do that, we got to take care of ourselves. And I think sometimes it's guilt. Like you feel guilty for taking the time to go get a manicure or or go to the gym or do whatever it is. You know, you feel guilty that you're not spending that time with your kids. How, How can you eliminate that guilt? Do you have any tips for that? Totally. Um, I think it's a perspective switch that moms need. So whether you're a mom to a son or a daughter, I ask you, do you want your child to take care of yourself the way you do? Or do you want him to exercise more, to stress less, to have more fun, to have more self-care? And I've not met one mom across the country who's not said, yes, I want them all want those things. So why wouldn't you want it for yourself? And how are they going to learn that if not from you? I have to tell you, as a mom to a 13-year-old and 17-year-old, just about 17-year-old, there are not a lot of great role models out there for them right now. And so it's really on our shoulders to live as we one day want our kids to live. Wow. Yeah, that's a good answer. I like that. (laughs) So when you started the business and as things grew and, and it sounds like they grew pretty fast for you, like you weren't really expecting it to turn into this national franchise. Did you struggle with with balance, even though because you didn't want to go back to work? How did you balance what I assume was a growing time pull from this new business venture? Oh, I'm so glad you asked that because all of the answers and solutions I have, I only have them because I made mistakes. And so I want to lessen the learning curve for other moms. I started the business because I wanted to be a mom first and foremost, but it took off. It was 
I didn't plan on building a national business, you know, so even though I was building it from my home, it was still really big and really fast. And so what happened was all of my time and energy was into the business. And then I would squeeze in my time with my kids. And then I completely neglected my own self-care. I completely neglected my marriage. And I really wasn't present for anything because when I was with my work, I was feeling guilt that I wasn't with my kids. When I was with my kids, I was trying to do the work and I was in a constant state of multitasking and it didn't work. And I wasn't thriving and I wasn't behaving in a way that I'm trying to raise all these moms to behave. So I kind of put a line in the sand and I changed things. And that's really very much what the empowered mama is all about is how to stop, reset, figure out what your values are, and then how to design your life and design your day so that you are absolutely focusing on your life based on what's most important to you. And were there tools that helped you with that? Do you have any like preferred tools or tricks? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And again, um, you can get them from my podcast and you get get them from my book. We start off with some values exercises. Um, you really have to really get in touch with what's most important to you. And we do an activity that I call MITs, where you figure out what are your three most important things in your life. And then you look at your to-do list and realize nothing on your to-do list is based on those MITs. So all of my to-do lists tie into what's most important to me. And, you know, you cannot say yes to everything. You have to do what's best for the business and what's best for, you know, in alignment with your values. So just because you can doesn't mean you should. So really focusing on what's most important. And then there are lots of tools that we use. One tool that we use is called the Ideal Work Week, which I actually got from my virtual mentor, Michael Hyatt. And the Ideal Work Week is about creating a virtual budget for your time instead of for your money. So going, you know what, in an ideal week, how would you be spending your time? And I very much build my week based on that. I have certain days that are for podcasting and writing. I have certain days that are for meetings um, because they all take different parts of your brain. And then there's time set aside for self-care and there's time set aside for family. And just like your financial budget, it doesn't always work perfectly, but at least there's a plan. I like that you block off the days like that because I hear, I know a lot of people block off time out of the day, yep. but you're still, it's those transitions are tough. So I feel like by blocking off the days, it's allowing your brain to focus easier. Yeah. I mean, and it depends on the kind of work that you do, but you're, you're a fellow podcaster. Like my creative work of which I consider to be creative of blogging and podcasting. I need to be in a certain kind of a mindset. I can't do that in my office. So right now when you're interviewing me, I'm in my home office where it's quiet, I'm alone, and this is like my creative space. Um, when it's time for all of my meetings and my connections and me to actually take a shower, then I go into our office. And so those are blocked out on different days. So it has definitely created a much happier flow for That's me. That's great. And what about um, your kids now? They've grown up. I mean, they've grown up alongside this business. Are they yeah. still involved in the business in some way or where are, where do their lives look like they're going? No, uh, I would not at all say that they're involved in the business. If anything, my my son is gets embarrassed when we say that, you know, women from all over the country will like when they meet him, like, thank you, Jacob, you know, you inspired your mom to start this business and it changed my life. And he just turns totally red and he's totally embarrassed. Um they have not, they're not very involved in the business anymore. When they were little, they used to help me hand out flyers and obviously they would come to all my classes. Uh, my daughter has helped me with some of my classes, but um, I really just hope that 
I am showing them that there are lots of different um, paths to take. You can trailblaze your own path. Um, what I created had never been done before, uh, not only in the concept of stroller strides, but in the type of business model. Like everyone told me that the franchise model that we have would not work. Like when you think about franchises, they, you know, they're 50, a hundred thousand dollars and, you know, you need financing. That wasn't what I wanted to create. I wanted to create a very low cost turnkey business for women so that they could work from home. And it doesn't mean they're not hustling. It doesn't mean they're not working hard, but they aren't working 60 to 80 hour work weeks. They're not missing their kids' plays. Like, you know, they get to choose where they work and when they work. And so I'm real proud that we've broken some rules and that it's worked out and that we've created so many, not just franchise opportunities, but the instructor opportunities across the country. That's great. I I love the idea of paving paths too. That's a, a new image that we've been painting over here that you don't necessarily have to go the college, the postgraduate, all of that path. You could do your own thing and be very successful and very happy. So I love hearing success stories of people that have, have shown that. Do you think that your kids are on a college route or do you think they're a little more entrepreneurial? <laughs> Great <Or> question. <laughs> I think I, I think that they are both on a college route, um, but it would not surprise me if either of them um, become entrepreneurs in their own way. That's so awesome. Now, what about time? Do you have any mm-hmm. tips for parents to help make a little more time in the day? All day long. All day, I mean, this is, I, I don't know why, but I'm like obsessed with time hacks. I tell a story. Do you remember the book Cheaper by the Dozen? Yep. I had to read it as a kid. I remember the movie too. Okay. Yeah. So I'm probably a little older than you, but so we, there was no movie. There was just the book at the time. And I think there was an older movie, actually, I should say from the 50s. I'm not that old. <laughs> but anyways, the most people don't remember that the dad's job was to be a time efficiency expert. And I just remember being like enamored with, oh, how do you be more efficient with your time? So a lot of what I teach a lot is about time efficiency and productivity. And it's not because I want to be this productivity hack. It's really because I want women to have the opportunity to create more time so they have more time for the self-care, not so that they can spend more time on social media and all those kinds of things. So um, certainly I think that, God, there's so many, I don't even know where to begin. The budgeting of the time on that ideal work week is, is a really good one. When you're budgeting your time, I think it's really important for women, for everybody to schedule margin into your day. Um, you need to have space. You know, so many of us, especially as working moms, will book ourselves from the moment we wake up till we go to bed. And, you know, if a lot of working moms that I meet don't work a traditional eight-hour, 10-hour work day. And so let's say you work a five-hour work day. They pack in that five hours without space to go to the bathroom or to go eat or anything um, because they feel like, God, I've got to get it all in. But what happens is that we are just burning too hard. And so then we burn out. And so if you create some margin, a little space between appointments, I actually never book any appointments the first half hour of my day or the last half hour of my day. So I get a chance to kind of get my bearings, figure out what's ahead of me. At the end of the day, I get to kind of wrap things up, figure out what's going to happen the day after. So while you might think I'm getting less done, I am such a better person for it. I am calmer. Um, and I really find that the slower I go, the more time that I have. So creating some margin, I think is super important. Um, I'm a big one on not multitasking. Um, 
a lot of mom entrepreneurs and are trying to do everything all at once. And then you just feel like you're not doing anything well. So especially if you work from home, it doesn't matter if you work from home. Right now I am working. I am not going to do laundry. I am not going to answer the house phone if that still existed. Like I am in work mode. I block it out. And the same thing happens when I'm with my kids. I do everything I can to shut off all the notifications and really, really be focused on them. Am I perfect at it? Definitely not. Um, But I hit it 70% of the time and that's that's better than nothing. Um, so really being focused and blocking out what's most important to you. Those are some great tips. I appreciate them. Thank you. Now, can you tell me a little more about your book and your podcast? I know they're both titled the same thing. So which, which came first? Yeah, the book came first. Um, I've had a podcast for a couple of years now called the Motivating Mom Podcast. And the book just came out in... November of 2017. It's called The Empowered Mama. And it really is meant to be a guidebook. And it's a year long guidebook to help you figure out different aspects of your life. And there's challenges and ways for you to really just look at, okay, this month, I'm just going to work on my time, just like productivity stuff. This, you know, and each month has uh, different focuses, like your space and your health. And to figure out how can we help you get focused? How can we help you create a plan to really design your best life as a mom? And so the Empowered Mama is to help you reclaim your time, your health, and yourself. And I realized that, um, you know, I don't get a chance to really connect with people when they read a book. So what I did was I rebranded the Motivating Mom podcast to be Empowered Mama so that I can connect in a new way and give additional information. So even if you haven't read the book, or maybe it's a deeper information, um, and I also get a chance to interview some great mom entrepreneurs and um, who are usually experts in those areas. But also think of it like my favorite podcast is NPR's How I Built This. So it's kind of like How I Built This, but with mom entrepreneurs. Like, tell me your mom business story, but also tell me, how do you balance work, life, and motherhood? That's wonderful. Obviously something I'm also passionate about. So (laughs) yes, I know. And where can they find more information about your podcast and your book? You can find out more information by going to empoweredmamabook.com or go to my website at lisadrexman.com. And then the Fit for Mom opportunities, where can we find information on either franchising? And I love you touched on that it's, it is more affordable than other than other typical franchise models. I feel like that's important to mention too. I think as a mom, it can be easy to automatically assume that that's beyond franchising sounds expensive. So it's easy to assume that that's beyond our, our budget. Um, but it's good to yep. know that it's a more affordable option. So people- Do you want me to tell you how much our franchises are? It's up to you. I don't know how evergreen <laughs> it is. No, it's, it's fine. No, our, we, we really keep them. Uh, or if it's public, I didn't want to ask. Absolutely. It no, it's, it's my pleasure. Um, our franchises are around $5,000. And it is amazing how much you get for $5,000. Um, you know, you get all, all the training that you need. You get your own website. You get uh, marketing materials. You get your exclusive territory. And like I said, for me, it was just really important to be able to um, give moms the opportunity to have this business that it's, it's feel good in every single way. It's good for their own families, but it's also amazing for their community and the lives they're going to touch. That's and where's the web? Where can they find information oh, so on that? Go to fitformom.com. That's fit with the number four mom.com. And you're in almost 2,000 locations, is that right? Throughout the US? That is, 
We have, yeah, almost 2,000 different classes across the country with with Fit for Babies, Stroller Strides, and Body Back. Are there any states where you're not currently? Yes, but I'm embarrassed to say I don't know where they are. (laughs) I think they're Midwest. We're in 44 states. I know that. Um, And certainly we want to hit them all. Our our goal is to reach hashtag all the moms. It's a mixed blessing, I assume. Like if you're not in a state because it's like, darn it, you're not there. But then for parents, it's that's got to be a crazy big opportunity. That's how we grow. The reason we have grown so fast is because women want to join a class and realize there's not one in their area. And then they say, why not me? Why not me be the person to start it in my neighborhood? And like I said, it's just a gift in so many ways. It's a gift for your family. It's a gift for your community um, and I for your own kids. So I'm really... I want to reach all the moms because I think every mom at every stage of motherhood deserves to love her life. And like I said, I've been to Stroller Strides classes before. I'm from Western New York. Um, they were there, not here. And I haven't been to a Phoenix class yet. It's been a Oh, there's definitely, Arizona's huge. There's definitely some great classes for you in Arizona. There are. I've got four kids that are all little. So it was always <laughs> hard. Getting a sitter, especially when you've got more than one kid, is, is expensive and difficult. I so. hear you. Stroller Strides was a saving grace back in New York, and I really love your mission, and I'm glad to be able to share a little bit about your story and information with our listeners. So if they are looking for self-care, it's accessible and inexpensive, and if they're looking for an opportunity, there's that there too, and you've got some other great resources for people to check out. So thank you so much for sharing everything with us, and we will link to everything in the show notes so everybody can find you. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Thanks, Lisa. Make sure you head over to megbrunson.com slash 24 to find all of these great show notes and links to learn more about Lisa as well as Fit for Mom and Stroller Strides. So last week on the podcast, I welcomed Guy Lodge. Guy is the author of an empowering children's book entitled Valedictorian. It helps empower readers by informing them of the highest honor one can receive as a student and inspires them to strive for academic excellence. It's a book that my family personally loves, and it's really helped to inspire and motivate my daughter. You can find last week's episode at megbrunson.com slash 23 or on your favorite podcasting platform. Next week, I'm really excited to do something I've never done before. I'm welcoming two guests to the podcast. Anna Lozano and Lindy Sud are the moms behind Love Powered Co., a soul fuel company powering the next generation of mindful leaders. Both Anna and Lindy started on the corporate track before venturing into entrepreneurship. Anna left the nine-to-five and built a million-dollar empire with network marketing before pairing up with Lindy to launch Love Powered Co. with Kickstarter in 2017. Make sure you don't miss this special two-for-one episode. See you next Wednesday. Do us a favor. Share this podcast with a friend who is also building a business and raising a family. It's like my mom always says, sharing is caring.